Bergkamp. Perez. Walter makes a run ahead of it. Bergkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Bergkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Yeah, yeah, well, welcome to a Burkham One and an Arsenal podcast. Here you are with me, myself and I once more to discuss a game that I'm pretty sure a lot of us don't really want to revisit. Let's talk about key moments of the game that I'll kind of peruse over. Um, but let's be completely honest with ourselves here. Going over this game, uh, you know, picking it apart bit piece by piece is kind of feels like it's going to just start to slowly introduce PTSD to each and every single one of us. So I'm not really interested in doing that. And I'm sure you don't want to either. Uh, we all saw the score. So as I said, we'll go through a few things and then we'll, uh, I think we'll just, uh, we'll call it. Um, as you can see, it's just myself again. Um, Danny was meant to be here. He wasn't feeling rather well. So he asked out, he asked if I could, uh, uh get involved and, uh, and do the, uh, and do the episode, uh, on my, on my Todd again, which is absolutely fine. So I hope you can, guys can put up with me, um, as we go through today's podcast on a, uh, on a few further notes. Even though it is a draw, it does, however, confirm uh, the first time for two reasons. Happy, happy, well, happy St. Totteringham's Day, everybody, by the way. And uh, we're back in the Champions League for the first time in nearly a decade. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough pill to swallow. Um, but, uh, you know, these things uh, that, uh, you know, Totteringham's Day and the fact that we're back in the Champions League are, you know, I wouldn't say consolation prizes. I just said the gentleman's nods in compare, you know, uh, involved in it, everything like that. Um, so, so yeah, you know, as much as it was a draw, you know, these things, as, as I said, they're not consolation prizes. They're just like, kind of like, ah, fair enough. Cool. Sounds great. Uh, as I said, it's a, it's a pretty bitter pill, uh, pill to swallow. Anyway, let's say hello to some people. Um, wait, it doesn't, it's not officially St. Torringham's day. And Brighton. Oh, really? Oh, I thought it was. Oh, I was saying Torringham's Day has got to be a thing, though, right? Oh, we'll get Champions League. Don't worry about it. Christ. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was guaranteed. All right. No, um. All right. Well, fair enough. And uh, right. So, and Tuck was gone. Gutless performance. Party worst player on the pitch. Well, hello, hello. Um, Arsenal had a week off, and West Ham had it made eight changes from the Europa Conference. Apps Arteta clueless. Wasn't the best game. Colas used cars. Hey, fuck. It's about right. Paul Neal. Oi, oi, the pain. Yep, we all have to live it together. Rancid Pumpkin. We learn from this. We do, we do. Uh, I'm going to try and be positive-ish as best as I can, the best of my ability uh, to be as positive as possible for this. Uh, for this. We'll see how it goes. Uh, formerly Nozar, uh, we bought it uh, to that lot today. Pathetic. Agreed. Boy, Tendio. Arteta needs to be get comfortable with subbing uh, Sakharov when he's not at the races. Yeah, he's not been at the races. I'll talk about it in a bit, but he's not been at the races for quite some time, especially uh, after this uh, after this game. Formerly knows after that game, wouldn't blame Danny in corresponding to what I said about that Danny wasn't feeling very well. To be fair to the guy, he did text me before the game. If he texts me after the game, I'd be like, 
but before the game, he texts me before the game. So fair play to the guy. Um, and it doesn't apparently St. Tottenham's Day is not official. I didn't know it wasn't definitely not official, but there we are. Um, Brighton can still officially count. Now we'll be fine. Okay, fair enough. Not that that will happen. Agreed. Okay, but I thought it was uh, St. Torringham's Day. Oh, okay, well, we'll have to wait one more week. Um, and 2-3-5-100. No replay on rice handball. No accountability or transparency from the VAR referee. Was a joke today. No excuses for a terrible performance for 80 minutes. I agreed. Um, we're not make, we're not, we're, we'll talk about it, but we won't make any excuses about our performance after 30 minutes, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, there are moments where, once again, the VAR and the refereeing system in this country has let us down. That's for sure. So hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're if you're just uh, joining us, uh, as you can see, it's just me. Uh, we're going over the uh, two-all draw. Again, it's West Ham at the London uh, Olympic Stadium, uh, a result that is definitely leaving a bitter taste in all of our mouths. So let's, what, you know, as, uh, as oh, what's his name? Uh, Ted Lasso, season one, incredible. Season two, what the fuck am I watching right now? How did you manage to ruin it? Anyway, I digress. As he said, what's worse than being sad? Sad and alone. We're all together being sad. So let's try and take the positives. That's for the, let's just see what happens. Um, so we'll go over the lineup then um, before we get involved in the minutes. No Zinni. No information about the Zinni and uh, Zinchenko uh, not being available for selection. There wasn't any rumors in the rumor mill. Nothing in the ITKs on Twitter or anything like that. I didn't hear a single word about the possibility of Zinchenko not starting today. Everybody thought it was a pretty much done deal. As did I. Um, but uh, Tierney started. Apparently, Zinchenko managed to pick him up herself a bit of a groin injury. I'm going to assume it was um, at the Liverpool game. Um, and uh, Tierney started. Um, Holdini, um, Holdini, as we call him, or Holding, has uh, got, uh, got his place again today. Uh, and then there's uh, Rhea Walters, who is more involved in the first team that was on the bench. Um, We've got uh, Boy Tendio. We have, we have Jesus. He's not left-footed, is he not? Uh, he's he's left-footed, is he not? Um, he's played right wing plenty of times for City. Why can't Arteta play him if he wants to bring on Trossard? Agreed. Am I losing my mind? You're not. We're all thinking the same thing. Love Johnson, uh, Johansson. Oh, sorry, love Johnson, Johansson. Cheers for doing the pod when we're all feeling deflated. Lasagna ingredients going old now, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, well... Someone has to do it. Someone has to pull the... No, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm not saying it's pulling the short straw doing the podcast. I love doing the podcast. I love talking about Arsenal. It's it's luck of the draw, isn't it? You know, you say, oh, okay, I'll do it. And it's like, is it game? Is gonna, it's got extra extra lingering on it, you know? Uh, whether it's, If it's a great game, it's a pleasure to talk about. And sometimes uh, the game isn't great. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? Don't, you can't, if you don't, you can't love me during my worst, you can't have me at my best. And that's what this is all about, really. Um, so, so there we are. Um, we're definitely, uh, we definitely will, but need three more points to make it certain for champions league. One more for St. Tots. I didn't know that. I, th- I must, it, okay. So it must've been for a win then. I must've read, misread it, but thank you very much for the info. FM lover 1986. If you were born in 1986, we were born in the same year and, uh, we're both football manager lovers. I'm doing a Sparta Praha save at the moment and I'm loving it. Um, always do a Sparta Praha save and two, three, five, 100. The writing was on the wall when Arteta signed on agent Chelsky and Trossard. Really? Hmm. I think Trossard was was a fantastic... Okay. Do you mean in the sense of that, that Jorginho and Trossard weren't the signings that we needed to make? That's a very interesting take. Please 
please uh, explain in greater detail. Jesus is right footed. He is. Um, when uh, when you were saying about whether he's left footed, uh, I was thinking, is he though? Uh, but yeah, you're, thank you, Alastair. Appreciated. With uh, with the picture, his little picture uh, on YouTube is the picture of uh, Jack Wilshire and Podolski um, when they were both at the club and uh, Beckham. I think he just left LA Galaxy and was just training and he was training with Arsenal because his son, his oldest son loves the Arsenal, which I can't blame him. Uh, Alistair as well, doing the Arsenal, uh, what, uh, what doing this, the Arsenal, what did we expect? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, there we go. That makes more sense. Way. Okay, there we go. Formerly Noza, it has rather familiar feels of last year's downfall. I don't think so. Let's not, let's not jump off the cliff just yet. Daniel Gordon, oi, oi, oi. Talk me off the ledge, please. I can't, I finally kind of calmed down. Yeah. As I said, it's going to be difficult to talk about today's game. I'm going to go over a few key moments of it, but I'm not going to, let's not pick this apart because um, as Daniel Gordon perfectly uh, wants to explain for all of us here that we're all in a bit of a state of shock and we kind of need to just try and get a few little bonuses in our minds and we move forward. Um Overall, um, as I said, not too shocked about the the, the the lineup apart from the Zinchenko situation, which apparently, as I said, that is not a serious groin injury, but they just wanted to be precautious uh, on it. Um, questions? Uh, let's let's uh, let's hide that and then uh, love your hands. I will go back to it towards the end of the podcast. If you have any questions, guys, make sure you put the letter Q with a little dash, and then I can save them and then go back to it. Um, at towards the end, if you have any questions, I'm going to take that as a question. Love Johansson, if I can. Um, so we'll go into the minutes then. Uh, four minutes in, very heated game to begin uh, to start things off with a no handball situation on holding. Wasn't a handball, so we'll progress. Um, six minutes in, fantastic patience, waiting for the pass uh, to Ben White from Erdegaard. Lovely passage of play on the outside of the box uh, against West Ham. We started the game very, very strongly, and we managed to get on the score sheet within six minutes. Um, so, yeah, a very lovely bit of passage of play between Party, Saka, Erdegaard, Ben White getting involved as well. Um, ball was um, sort of kept and held and then a run, uh, an ongoing run from Ben White and Erdegaard plays the ball into him who flashes it, uh, flashes it right across the face of the goal. And Gabriel Jesus is at the back post uh, and hits it with his right foot, which made it very awkward. But anyway, he got the goal. Fantastic. Um, another contribution from Ben White really asks the question is what is going to be the signing and what type of signing and who is going to be the signing as the backup right back when we go into the summer? Because uh, I really can't see anybody but Ben White at the moment. I've never seen somebody play out of position. I know he can play DM and he plays right back and he's done it for Brighton and Leeds in the past, but to play it for an entire season and really start to grow within the role to the point where you're like, shit, we, he's one of the most important players on the pitch. And I'm not even talking about the fact that Tommy Asu's would, wouldn't, would have been available, wouldn't have been available. But if he was available, Ben White would still be one of the most important players because the contribution and the ability that he's got on that right-hand side is something that I was just, oh my God, this is crazy. Uh, but that's just my opinion. I'm sure a few other people will agree with me. But Ben White is is absolutely fantastic. Um, really poor from West Ham uh, to get beaten at the back post. Uh, not a lot of tracking, but Arsenal showed uh, West Ham how to not track in their in their goals. That's for sure. Nine minutes in, uh, Martinelli in back post. Erdegaard, lovely ball uh, from Martinelli. So we score again within a few minutes 
of the first goal. Um, Martinelli doing some trickery on the left-hand side of the pitch this time. And Erdegaard makes a, la- a late last-ditch run at the back post, quite deep as well. Um, and uh, Martinelli managed to find him. The control and the technique from Erdegaard is sublime, uh, really showing his, uh, his 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 standard, really, of how high he's flying this season. Uh, and puts it into the back of the net to make it 2-0, which I'm pretty sure we all felt like the game was done and dusted already. Um, we looked absolutely flawless within the first 10 minutes. Um, and then I made a mark here, 15 minutes, Ben White is just class. Um, it's going to be very interesting in the summer as a, as we're already uh, as we were already discussing just before. Boy, Tendio, this is good. Means the lads now have to beat City. I did say that at the end. Uh, I'll mention that on my final thoughts, uh, but agreed. Richard Morris, hello. Afternoon, guys. Deja vu. Agreed. Love Johansson. I uh, just pronounce it loaf. Oh, okay. Loaf Johansson. Uh, loaf. Love. Love. No, it's love. Love. Most Brits do. Swedish, difficult to pronounce name. I've got some, got a couple of good friends that are from Sweden. Um, boy, 10 at Dio. Totally stealing. Difficult from now on. Yep. <laughs> um, 18 minutes. Um, Holding or Holdini, as I, as I, I, as I try to passionately call him, uh, doing needless fouls. Uh, a challenge made on uh, Mikel Antonio on the left-hand side of the pitch. It, a few, literally a few centimeters, or a few, like even half a meter to the right, and that's a penalty. A pretty poor challenge from Holding, really showing the difference of class um, that Holding. Or Saliba brought before holding is, uh, is is sort of introduced into the team because of injury. Um, really, really lucky there for that to not have been a penalty, but you know we gave one away later on nonetheless. Uh, Nineteen minutes, Tini really struggling to play the role in Arteta that Arteta wants. So obviously Zinchenko's got a bit of a groin injury. Apparently, it's not serious. So my my assumption is he's going to be back in the starting lineup against Southampton. I'm also hoping to see Saliba involved this week because we need to get him some minutes before the Manchester game uh, on the 26th of April. We can't. I don't want to throw Saliba into the Man City uh, game on the 26th, kind of cold. I need to for him to warm up, and the Southampton game is a perfect, uh, a perfect place to do that. So I'm hoping that Zinchenko and, and, and Saliba will be coming back to the side because I tell you what, we really, really need it. Tini had a fairly decent game, didn't really put a foot wrong, but you can see that when he comes inside to kind of like partner up with party in the middle of the midfield, he he, he looks he looks stressed. He look he doesn't look comfortable where he is. Um, so I, I, I don't know. There was a, you know, we'll go through it. One of the goals was, you know, the second goal, I felt like Tini could have done better. But we'll talk about that. Uh, 21 minutes. Um, if that went in, uh, oh, there was a passage of play that Arsenal created. Really lovely. Arteta tiki-taka football. Um, unfortunately, didn't manage to get into the path of, I think it was Saka. I might be wrong. Um, but it was a lovely passage of play. Really unlucky there. Um, we just looked brilliant. This was within 30 minutes. So we still look great right now. 22 minutes. Our passing and pressure is fucking amazing. As you can tell, I'm quite happy with how things are going. Completely Un, uh, un, unawares of the heartache and stress that Arsenal is going to cause me within the next eight minutes of time. So that's it's nice to see how happy I was. Let's just look back on that. Very nice. It was good times. Good times. Um, Thirty minutes. Um, I <laughs> I was writing the sentence. 
because I've, you know me, I always make notes. I was writing the sentence, not seeing Saliba, because um, I was going to write. Uh, not seeing Saliba is giving me that, giving me what I see, uh, giving me an option to watch Gabriel on a closer pass on a closer play, and I was going to praise him. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to do. But I scribbled it out, and then I realized, oh yeah, Gabriel just gave away a penalty for absolutely nothing. For me personally, I thought it wasn't a penalty. I thought that um, was it Paqueta. I think it was him. Um, sort of initiated the com- uh, the contact uh, and went down as a beautiful dive from him. Uh, Harry Kane would be proud. Um, but there was a lot of talk as well on social media and via the punditry live on the at the game. Uh, there was calls of handball uh, when Rice made a challenge on Party, who should have released the ball a lot, lot sooner. But uh, the ball in the replays looked like, to me, that he handled it. But once again, the referees in the VAR system is inadequate. So the penalty stands. Um, and uh, then Ben Benarama scores again. That's the second penalty he's scored against us this season. In both games, he's we've, we've given away a penalty. In both games, he's gone and scored it. Um, uh, who we've got here, formerly Noza. Like last week, uh, like last week's game, we needed a third goal whilst we were on top, but when we never arrived. There's lots of people talking about the fact that maybe. Arsenal came off the the accelerator and there's questions to be asked there. Uh, Boy 10D, I preferred earlier in the season when we started games slow and our flourish came in the second half. This is deal of starting like like a gas station on fire, but burning out as the match goes on is meh. In high, yeah, we've got the power of hindsight. Um, I love both of them. I love the fact that when we start stronger, but we continue through. Um, but we've just been unlucky the last couple of games. Daniel Gordon party looked so good at this point, taking on players, avoiding the press, breaking the lines. He looked brilliant. We looked, we all looked brilliant. Boy, 10 Dio Tierney looks out of place, dropping into midfield like a goldfish in a bayou surrounded by catfish and gators. Loving the, uh, the, the Southern reference there. Uh, love me a bayou. I'm not going to do that anymore but fantastic yeah 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 i i really noticed that tierney within the first 20 minutes he was really struggling with that ability to maybe go in the midfield he was really struggling daniel gordon then he gave the ball away leading to the penalty yes he did he did but as i said talk of handball um petito 100 welcome we pooped the bed Again, yes, we did. Once again, if you have any questions uh, that you kind of like a general question about the game or a particular moment, make sure you put the uh, the letter Q and a little dash, and then I'll address those at the end of the game as we've only got one question at the moment. Slacking. But I, as I said, I understand. I don't want to pick this game apart because it was it's quite traumatic. So uh, I understand if you kind of just like you come in here to vent a bit and then you're going to move on. I plan to do the same. Don't worry about that. Um, 37 minutes uh, after the penalty. So the penalty was on 30. 37 minutes. We've realized now that the game is, well, so far is all West Ham I've got here. Uh, 37 minutes, all West Ham. However, I am unknown once again that it's going to be for the entirety of the rest of the match that it's going to be West Ham. 40 minutes. Still can't get our feet back under the desk. Um, Party pass. Just go, uh, basically, sums that up. He, He plays a really... Uh, he holds the ball for too long again, doesn't learn his lesson from the Rice interception, uh, plays a heavy pass and it goes out. And that's pretty much how the first uh, the first half ends, uh, to be honest. Um, 
Credit to Tierney. His defensive work is brilliant. It is better than Zinchenko, but Zinchenko offers a lot more facets to his bow. Okay, maybe his defensive uh, work is not his strongest point, but his ability to stretch the play, find the lines, play the ball, uh, just make up the numbers in the midfield, you know, uh, play the channels uh, is, is unbelievable. So we really miss that. So I'm hoping, as I said, Saliba and Zinchenko come back for Southampton. So they're ready for the 26th of, our, of April, which is basically, uh, it's everything now. It's everything. Um, yeah, half time. So uh, we're going to go straight into the second half. Let's go over a couple of questions if we, or any comments. Um, and 235-100. Gabriel has to cover for holding. Agreed. Holding was awful today. He was. This sabotage is Gabriel's game having to cover for holding. Squad players shouldn't be in the squad. Agreed. Said uh, for months now that holding is not the player. Uh, he was never that player. We, But the reason why we, we have him is because it's, it's, a, it's a fairly decent football player. He's, you know, he's kind of like the El Nenny of centre-backs where he kind of keeps things simple and keeps things ticking and, and does a fairly decent job. We're above that now. We're above the levels of holdings and their nannies. As much as I love their characters and the fact that they can just fill in and do a decent job, we're past that now. We're challenging for the from the for the Premier League. Um, we're going into the Champions League. We need to be upping our ability uh, when it comes to bringing in options. And I'm hoping that's what we'll do in the summer. Completely and utterly agree with you there. Love you, Hanson. Did anyone have the angles of the handball uh, than the first one showed? Looking back, I thought it was 50-50, but only had game view and not replays. There are lots of things on Twitter. You can find one. Obviously, we can't share anything here for copyright reasons, um, but Twitter is 100% the place. A lot of people are talking about it. Uh, oh, this is a question, so we'll just skip that one. Thank you, Boy10. Appreciate it. Um, and 235-100. Party kept giving the ball away today. Can't blame Jacker in my opinion, played well, I thought today. Had no issues with Jacker at all. Uh, Party had a few moments, but you've got to remember as well. So Gabriel had a poor game today. Yeah? Holding, having to cover for holding. Saliba's not in the team. Party had a poor, fairly poor game today, having to cover the area because Zinchenko's not in the side and Tierney's there. So we've got two players, Tierney and Holding, having to be covered by their their uh, their partners in crime with Party and Gabrielle, causing a few moments of uh, just, I don't know what the hell is going on there, um, really showing the fact that we struggle when we don't have Saliba and Zinchenko, which has worked so well this season. I'm pretty sure, I'm sure someone will correct me, but I'm pretty sure with the best lineup that we can offer, with Saliba, Saliba Zinchenko, Gabrielle, White, Ramsdale, uh, Xhaka, Party, Erdegaard, Martinelli, Saka, and Jesus, we've won every single game. When we've got our fullest strength side, we've won every single game without question. Uh, so that's how I feel about it anyway. Uh, boy, 10 Dio Zinchenko makes six other players decently better. Tini makes one side of our defense slightly better. Fantastic way to put it. Couldn't agree more. Formerly Noza, Tommy getting injured really has screwed things up. It would have been either him or White playing the right-hand side of the center half. Um, yeah, imagine if we had Tommy Asu, but then do you lose all of these attacking threat that White offers? You lose that. So it's a bit of a catch-22. I would rather just keep Saliba fit. Do you know what I mean? I'm hope As I said, I hope that he comes back for the Southampton game, but great point, Formula Noza. Great point. Uh, but I'm hoping that uh, we get Saliba back for the Southampton game. Alistair Smith, Saliba, we miss him more than ever now. I... I tweeted weeks ago 
when we get Saliba back, we get the title back, but we need to get Saliba back. If he needs to be back for Southampton, so he warms up for the for the 26th, this is paramount. If Saliba does not feature for the 26th, don't watch the game. That's how that's genuinely how I feel. I think holding will get absolutely ruined by Haaland. Ruined. Ruined. And I'm still positive about the chances of, a, of us winning the title. Um, you know, St. Tottenham's Day, I got it incorrect. Uh, apparently, we need one more point. Um, and Champions League, we, we still need three more points. So those things, is, but they're, they're pretty much certain. So, you know, regardless of the situation, it's been an incredible season. Let's try and keep the positives, guys. Fuck. Okay. It's difficult doing this. Just fuck. Uh, 49th minute, Saka should have done better. It's passage of play for Saka. Um, it, something that I want to, uh, seeing as I'm talking about it, something that I wanted to mention, I feel like uh, the game, let me just bring it up on my phone. One second, guys. Oh, okay. No, never mind. I thought that before Man United were losing, but they're winning. Um, here we go. So Saka played against Crystal Palace and gets himself two goals and an assist. He then takes a rest and Trossard plays out on the right-hand side against Leeds. Saka takes a rest. Since having the rest, he's not contributed once for us. That's three games. The 4-1 win against Leeds, the tool against Liverpool, and now the tool against West Ham. He's not contributed nothing since the Palace game where he got two goals and an assist. So question I will ask then. Do you? Because I've seen people say um, that he looks burnt out. I might think that resting him has killed his stride. Let's 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 uh, let's, let's see, shall we? Um, Fifty minutes handball. Uh, cheers, Antonio. Uh, now time to kill the game. Um, Jesus Christ! I don't even really want to talk about it. Um, Michael Antonio handballs uh, in the box and. Uh, once again, uh, Gabriel Jesus has got the ball. You're thinking he might be taking it, and Jesus Christ, he probably should have. Um, last minute gives it to Saka. We've seen this before with Erdegaard, with Saka holding onto the ball, you know, deflecting uh, any sort of um, mind games that West Ham could possibly play on the on the penalty. Not like it mattered, but it's a. I like the idea. But this time it didn't work out. Saka putting the ball down. You're pretty much confident that it's going to go into the back of the net, um, which would have won the game for us and and kept us in the title race, which is still isn't over. It's just not looking great. And he basically does the penalty against with Salah against Arsenal, right? That's pretty much the same kind of pen where he just left foot round the... I No, no clue. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? Don't really want to talk about it anymore. 53 minutes, Bowen goal. Once again, Arsenal asleep. Um, yeah, it's literally three minutes later. Saka's obviously not going to be doing too well about that. The fact that he stayed on the pitch throughout the entire game is absolutely nuts to me. Crazy. Um, having a really bad game and stayed on the pitch all the way through. Uh, anyway, um, Tierney, for me, didn't track back. Gabriel having to fill in the spaces. And Tierney not tracking his man. We were asleep, really poor. And Bowen puts it into the back of the net, uh, back of the net, uh, to make it to, to, to make it to all basically, um, destroying, uh, destroying that. So 
I, I wrote down here, I want Trossard for Saka. Saka's been poor now for three games in a row. I've discussed this. 56 minutes, it's all West Ham again. 60th minute, Erdegaard master um, misplaced a pass. We're just looking lost. We, we still, once again, haven't got involved in the game. There was a moment as well where Gabriel wanted a ball um, collected by Ramsdale. Ramsdale didn't come out. Um, looked very sheepish. Uh, looked very anxious. Looked very, I don't know what the hell was going on there. Gabriel giving Ramsdale the absolute daggers with his eyes um, because he's frustrated that uh, that Ramsdale didn't come out and claim the ball and Gabriel kind of had to deal with it very awkwardly. Um, so uh, a little bit of... Uh, People losing their heads, that's for sure. Um, Arjit, that's it. The title's gone, isn't it? Well, not really. It's still, it's still a possibility. Still a possibility. Loki73 afternoon all. Thanks for joining us. It's appreciated. Um, what have we got here? I think, did I mention this one? Uh, no, I didn't. Daniel Gordon. I don't think, did I mention this? Don't rush Silver back, uh, Saliba back because back injuries are nothing to mess with. Agreed. I'm just hoping in the perfect world. Uh, we need him here for the long term, not just the, this run in completely fantastic point. Just mean in general, obviously, I'm hoping that we don't rush him back. If he's genuinely not available, then 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 we're going to have to bite the bullet and and go through with it. Boy, 10 Dio Saka being off form since being rested is a weird one. It is a weird one. It would make more sense that he's burnt out, but then he got that rest and he's been shit since that rest. I don't know what to say apart from that. I really don't. Uh, Erdegaard needs uh, to read him the right act again now at the back of the end of uh, the back end of the season. Uh, he's too to be too good to be having these games. Yeah, he's been he's been really really poor now uh, against Leeds, um, Liverpool, and uh, and West Ham. Really 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 poor. Uh, got some few no few more notes here, guys. Uh, that I'll just go over. Then I'll answer any questions. If you have any questions. Make sure that you put the letter Q and the little dash and I'll answer those towards the end. There can be any general questions uh, about football uh, or uh, or the game uh, or anything like that at all. So any questions, please just make sure you uh, you put the letter next to it. Um, 64th minute, uh, Gabriel Jesus should have done better. Saka just not at the races. We've talked about this. Saka's just still on the pitch. 65 minutes, substitutions are being made. Trossard, Jorginho coming on for Gabriel Jesus and party. Party one, I could understand. Party's having a bad game. Jorginho, hopefully, shoring things up. The Gabriel Jesus one, though, really threw me for six. I thought Trossard for Saka was a more astute substitution. But, you know, Arteta's the big boss man, and it didn't work out for him in the end. Interesting changes. The, the game is really testing us. What I've wrote down here is agreed. 69 minutes. Saka's gone. All I've talked about this game is Saka's. Even before, even before the penalty he took, he's just not been there. He's just not been there. Um, nice, Loki. Thanks, mate. I'll uh, I'll put a little dash on that one. Appreciated. <laughs> Seventy-seven minutes. Uh, Tierney keeping us in the game. Uh, yeah, he's keeping us. There was a great defensive work again. We've spoken about this. The defensive capabilities that Tierney's off that Tierney offers more than Sinchenko, but Sinchenko as an overall offers so 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 much more, and that was evident today. That's for sure. Um, Eighty-four minutes. Tierney and Martinelli. Uh, coming off for Nelson and Fabio Vieira. We're all hoping for another Nelson uh, winning the game in the dying moments to make it 3-2. Didn't happen. Didn't come to fruition. 86 minutes. Saka with a poor header. Saka's been... I'm not going to bash him anymore. He's been he's been really, really poor. Um, whether it was the break Arteta giving him that break uh, and breaking his stride or was it 
the fact that he is now lagging. I don't know. Maybe the break, because I was speaking about it yesterday. Um, I was watching a streamer on Twitch and they were like, they took a day off and they got real tired from having their day off. Do you ever get that? If you work solidly for weeks, you're like, okay. And then you have one day off and you're like, Jesus, I need a day off for my day off. Like, fuck, I'm fucked. Do you think that's probably what it was? The fact that Saka was just so in tune, so in tune with it. We break the stride with the Leeds game, starting Trossard, giving that Saka that well-needed rest that we thought he needed after playing 52 games in a row for Arsenal. And, and then he comes back and we're like, fuck, we've killed him. What the fuck? <sighs> 89 minutes. Erdegaard for Enketia. A very, very interesting substitution. Saka's still on. Crazy. Agreed. Deacon, I can't agree more with myself. Um, and then that's pretty much the last piece of information that I wrote down on the piece of paper. 26th of April is everything now. 20, uh, sorry, was that two games in a row throwing two nil leads? Well, I don't need to explain what we all know. That's for sure. Formerly knows a Kieran Tierney is a good old-fashioned defender. Love him for that. I agree with you, but we require so much, so, so much more. Um, we don't play like that anymore, um, but I agree. He's a great I, 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 He's a great defender. Love him. Um, Daniel Gordon, what's the difference between the res, this result and last week compared to the Bournemouth result and not just that we won at Bournemouth, being down rather than coming back? We need to keep on the gas. Yeah, uh, just just stopping the game, just offering too much respect. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm sure it'll, it'll get picked apart during the week. Rudy, um, why can't we f- keep our focus and seeing our games? If Party didn't do this, his terrible mistake, West Ham wouldn't have come back. Obviously, it was talk about the possibility of, I agree with you, Party should have done better. I feel like he, um, Gabriel had a, had, a, had, a, had a wobbler. He's filling in for, he's having to sort of do more for because of holding, cover for holding. Um, he's also got Tierney alongside him as well, um, who is, he's kind of having to do a bit, not necessarily defensive covering, but offensive covering or possession-based covering. Um, and then you've got Party as well. We played Paul today. who's having to, uh, you know, cover for Tierney, who's having, who looked really, really awkward in the midfield. And I was talking about it from the very early starts of the game. He does not play the inverted wingback role at all. Not even a little bit. Really struggles with it. Party had to step up and do a little bit more there. He'd normally have Sinchenko next to him in the midfield when we've got possession, and we just didn't have that today. Um, so that's my opinion on that one. But boy, Tendio, I make F1 videos uh, now. It's easier to make videos when the races are back to back, and it's like them right now when the season is still spread out. Very weird how the body and mind work. Agreed. I, 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 who knows? Who knows? I love you, Hanson. Oh, it's a question. Thank you. I will put that one for later. Loki, we played poorly after a good start. Mentally, we are weak. Not as bad as Spurs, but still too weak. Yeah, well, we can all have a little giggle at Spurs uh, for losing 3-2 to Bournemouth. Uh, that's quite funny in itself, that the fact that we beat Bournemouth 3-2. Um, so, I'll answer. Uh, Rudy, uh, saying that it wasn't a pen for West Ham. Rice has, has he handed a ball, then Paqueta dived. He did. It was a handball. He dived. But we all know that the VAR and the refereeing system is going to try and fuck us in some way. So we should be performing better and not allowing it to come to those moments where referees can fuck us. I'm just saying, just saying. Final thoughts. The Arteta moment, the the substitutions, the changes, the differences that were introduced into the game. Um, uh, The fact that Saka got rested and he's kind of his stride has been absolutely demolished since then. Uh, it is really, 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 really showing. Um, Saka has been poor since the Palace game. 
uh, where he got himself a couple of goals and an assist. Who knows what's going to happen for the remainder of the season? Another thought, Saliba. Saliba needs to come back. We're hoping that Zinchenko comes back as well. But Saliba is so important to this side. Um, holding could have cost us a penalty uh, even before their, their other penalty. Um, we really need to be getting that guy back. And I, I can't remember who said it. Someone said it earlier on about not rushing him. It's a back injury. We don't mess with it. I, th- uh, I can't remember who it was. Um, I think it was Daniel Gordon. It was Daniel Gordon. It says here, um, we don't want to rush him back. Back injuries are nothing to mess with. We need to. We need him for the long term and not just now. And I, I completely agree. Uh, I don't want to jeopardize uh, a Saliba that we can have for 10 years for a Saliba that we can have for one game. Uh, I completely agree. I'm just hoping in a perfect world he does. Um, Rudy, yeah, agree. Party needs to do better. Shouldn't give the ball away in the area. Yes, he definitely should have done better. Daniel Gordon, it was yourself. Rudy, do you all really want to rush, uh, want to rush back Saliba? Not sure. Not saying, we're, we're, once again, we're not saying that we want to rush him back. As I was just talking about Daniel Gordon's point, don't want to rush him back. I'm saying in a perfect world, I'd love him to be back, but I don't want to risk it for, for one game if we risk him for 10 years or whatever. Um, uh, so, uh, so no, no, we don't want to do that. Um, Gabriel was pulling out of the challenge for the penalty. It, I agree, wasn't a penalty. Um, he was already diving. He, he, he felt contact against his, the brush of his leg hair and fell over. Oh, whatever. Jesus fucking Christ. My, my French. Um, another final thought. We always need to go to City to get a point or get something at City. The 26th of April is inevitable. We win today. The 26th of April, April is, still inev- is still so important for us to go and get ourselves a decent result. All this changes, guys. All this changes is that now when we go to City, we need to win. We need to go to City to win. And as they say, to be the best, you've got to beat the best. So we've just got to keep our heads uh, our heads straight. That's for sure. Uh, Loki, West Ham played their same team Thursday, but still looked fitter. There was lots of talk as well in the pre-moments um, pre of the game. Uh, commentators, I think I was watching CBS in America. I can't remember what it was. And they're talking about how the fact that uh, City are playing um, a number of games more than us because they're in, they're, they're still in the Champions League. Are they still in the FA Cup? Can't even remember. Um, but they, but they've got extra games, um, and uh, so they aren't, they aren't as cold going into games. I know, they're, so they, they're getting burnout. But the other flip side to it is that you're constantly high, at a high level of match fitness. So I don't know. We'll, who knows? Who knows? Uh, thank you, Formula Knows, for the question. I'll answer those in just a second. Uh, Boy Tendio, Saliba should have already had the surgery. It's wild to me that letting him try to come back for the season, but whatever player's decision that one. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Daniel Gordon, hell's bells when we go beat Southampton first. Yeah, we're going to beat Southampton. Not worried there. Not worried against Southampton. We should be winning that one. Rudy, nothing really has changed. We need something from the game at the Etihad. Etihad. Yes, Exactly. Tem, uh, Boy Tendio, City also have two first teams. We know that if we don't get over the hurdle this season, it's going to be due to squad depth, guys. We know that. We weren't expecting to push for the title this season. We were looking for Champions League football. We are getting that. We are doing it. We are succeeding with what we set out with at the start of the season. Squad depth is 1 million percent the reason why we're having little fl- fluctuations here and there. Yes, City have got two 
first team squads and they've got a plethora of options, attacking options, defensive options, midfield options, uh, you know, available on the bench to do the business if they need to jump in for somebody else. We don't have that luxury. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Um, we keep dropping points to bottom teams. I agree. We do seem to be doing that. There is a lot of teams that are fighting for relegation this season, including West Ham. I know that we've got Southampton who are at the rock bottom of the table. They could go down. So yeah, it's going to be some interesting games, but that's the reason why we watch the Premier League, the most watched league in the world. And 235-100, something's changed. We've got no momentum going into games that we have to win now. I don't know what's changed. You know, you could possibly look at the fact that this is a young squad. It's getting, maybe it's getting to them a little bit. And God forbid, I'm stressed. Are you guys, are you stressed watching these games? They're quite stressed playing these games. I'm just saying, I'm just saying this. They're human beings after all. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here going, fuck hell, this is horrible. They're playing it. They're playing in it. They're playing in it. I'm just saying. Who knows? Who knows what the what the real cause is? Formerly knows that Theo will score against us. I think he'd score for us and get an own goal, personally. Ray Anderson, welcome. West Ham didn't play the same team on Thursday. I don't think they did. They made eight changes, didn't they? They made eight changes. Someone previously said that they played. They've made eight changes. Only three of their outfield players that started on Thursday started today. Yes, I'm pretty sure they made changes. Uh, and eight of them to be uh, to be sure. Um, yeah, so anyway, we've got to beat the best to be the best. And that's what's going to happen on the 26th of April. So that's pretty much it on the game. I can't think of anything else. I got the Tottenham's Day wrong. I got the Champions League wrong. Hopefully we'll get that on Southampton uh, next week. I don't think there's anything else that I really want to talk about in the game, apart from the handball that Rice did before the penalty and the fact that it wasn't a penalty to begin with because it was a dive. Substitutions were interesting. Saka was on the pitch throughout the game and he's been awful since having a break after Palace. So uh, what have we got here? Boy Tendio, fear better knock two goals in his own net, proper Arsenal like that. Exactly, exactly. Let's go back to the questions then. I really appreciate the questions. Thank you so much. Um, if you do have any, any further questions, make sure you uh, put the queue in front of it. Um, love you, Hanson. Um, an opinion on a possible Trossard Saka sub. Um, I guess I wouldn't have taken, uh, I guess we wouldn't have, wouldn't take Saka off after the pen for the future's sake. It's going to be difficult, isn't it? It's like it you, you, you lose whether you bring him off and you lose whether you keep him on the pitch. If you keep him on the pitch and he scores a goal, then you've won. You've, you've done it. You've, you've broken the curse very quickly. But he didn't. So it's whether it's whether that makes it more stagnant. Who knows? Um, I say we start him against Southampton. I don't think we drop him now. Holy Christ. We start him against Southampton and we give him all of the fucking positivity that we can in the universe and hope for the fucking best. Uh, Boy Tendio, should Arteta bite the bullet in regards to Kivio um, and start playing him instead of holding? Do we like the idea of playing two left-footed uh, left uh, centre-backs? The fact that we haven't got a right-footed one? Arteta's obsessed with this shit. He wouldn't have signed Kivior for no fucking reason. He signed him because he's left-footed. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. I don't know. I think we just stick with holding. I don't think that's our biggest problem. I think our biggest problem is maybe it's getting to our heads just a little, little bit. Love you, Hanson. Do we need mental training? Buying proven winners like Zinni, Jesus, and to be fair, Jorginho is good and all, but we need 11 players out there as strong as ever in April and May. We've got who we've got. 
I'm hoping Zinni comes back for the game against Southampton and ready for the Man City game. You know he's going to be ready for that one. He gets fired up like fuck. Um, but yeah, I I think it's I think the reason why we're floundering a little bit is the fact that we are a young team. We weren't expected to be this doing as this good of a result. So yeah, I I do I do I do gen I can't think of anything else. I do genuinely think it's a mental thing, but I'm hoping that we can push past it. I really really do. We need to. We need to. We've got a great coaching staff. A really young and you know. Um, really hungry uh, coaching staff. So I'm hoping that they can work together and kind of get the guys back on side, especially Saka. Um, Loki, should we shoot more? Yes. Boy, 10 Dio. <laughs> Article question there. Um, how much uh, blame does Arteta get for making questionable substitutions as the game went on? Can't believe he didn't take Saka off after that penalty miss. As I said, it's the catch, isn't it? You know, um, do we take him off and then maybe ruin him or do we leave him on and give him a chance to redeem himself? Um, and unfortunately, in hindsight, it was not the correct decision. I believed that Trossard should have come on for Saka, but Arteta wanted to give Saka an opportunity to to redeem himself in front of his peers and his fans. So um, it just didn't work out that way. Just It is what it is. It's the roll of the dice. Love you, Hansen. Regarding for the future, is keeping Saka on a good decision? Pens could be a sensitive matter. I think it's comfortable to say... Um, that we don't really do we really have a really out and out uh, penalty taker apart from Saka Gabriel Jesus isn't as good as a penalty taker as people like to think he is um do we start to look at maybe someone else who can take penalties Martinelli's really really good with one-on-ones do we maybe look at Martinelli I think Saka's probably going to be keep take he's going to keep taking the penalties throughout the range of the season I think you know the idea of giving Martinelli a chance on a penalty I wouldn't wouldn't be a wouldn't be a bad shout I think he'd be fairly good at them. Um, as I said, he's very, very good with one-on-ones in passages of play. So if he's got more time to think about it, maybe that's not a good thing. But who knows? He doesn't work like Theo Walcott, but that's for sure. You know, give him too much to think about, he'll fuck it up. Formerly Noza, seeing our options up top aren't varied. Is it worth Eddie selling? Uh, is it worth selling Eddie and keeping Flo? Or is it just me? Flo seems to be more of a plan B than Eddie. I like the idea of keeping Flo Balogun um, on over Eddie and Ketia. Flo Balogun apparently is uh, on a on a two year remaining part of his contract. There's lots of talk, obviously, about who he's going to choose for his international. I believe that he's probably going to be choosing United States. It would make sense for him on a personal level. The money he'll make for being the leading star striker for a very young and up and coming United States squad. He'd be he'd go straight into the first team, and he'd make a lot of money with endorsements uh, with Nike and stuff like that. It, it would just it makes sense. He's not going to get in England, that's for sure. You know, Gareth Southgate's going to play Harry, Gain and, Harry Kane until he's 40. Uh, and he'll do the same with Pickford because he plays old-school style football. He doesn't play, uh, you know, this uh, this Gen-Gen uh, Gen style of pressing and tiki-taka. He just doesn't do it. So I, I I think selling Eddie and keeping Flo, I think we're, we're going we're gonna to get a decent player there. But as I said, he doesn't want to sign a new contract, apparently. He's going to see how his time goes at Arsenal and then make a decision afterwards. And I think that's, I think that's pretty fair. Uh, but there are all the questions. Uh, it is appreciated. Um, have we got any further things that are being asked in the chat here? We've got Daniel Gordon with another question. Uh, what did you make of Rice? Didn't really notice him. There was a few moments where, okay, he was on the pitch. But yeah, I, I didn't really notice him. Great point, Daniel Gordon. I, I don't know if anybody watched the Chelsea-Brighton game of yesterday. But holy shit. Caicedo was fucking unreal. 
the guy is fucking brilliant. I am not surprised that Arsenal went in so hard for him in January. Jesus Christ, he's an incredible football player. I can't wait for the possibility of going back in for him again in the summer. I prefer Caicedo over Rice. I think Caicedo's something else. Really, really is. Uh, Boy Tendio, we need someone with ignorance of the occasion to uh, to make a mark now. Someone who is too headstrong to grasp uh, that we're in a title race. It's getting to the lads now. We've still got the options on the bench. We've still got Trossard. We've still got Emil Smith-Rowe. We've got Nelson, Fabio Vieira. Let's hope that some of this naivety from this very young squad can bleed through and we can kind of go, okay, and then just push forward and not let the occasion get the better of us. Um, Patrick Carlson, welcome. Trossard must play the rest of the games now. Tricky, because you could destroy Saka, his mentals. Tricky, tricky. I did say throughout the entirety of the podcast, though, we rested Saka after the Palace game, and he's been shit ever since. Shit against Leeds, shit against Liverpool, and shit here against West Ham. And he's gone and missed a penalty. His confidence is at an all-time low. Yes, we make the change with bringing in Trossard because it makes it a smart decision. You need to bring in a player who is in more form than another. There's the catch, though. Saka's confidence will be fucking destroyed. Daniel Gordon. Talk of the uh, talk of the ledge statement. Beginning of the season, you, uh, you day week 32, we're in first place. Uh, but we are four all in all. T- exactly. Enjoy the ride. I've been saying it throughout the season. I've been saying on this podcast multiple, multiple times. Don't just enjoy the result. Enjoy the journey. We're loving the, th- uh, the, the football that we're playing at the moment. Yeah, there are going to be frustrations, but we're not perfect. No team is. Listen, we're still at the top of the table. We are four points at the top of the table. Obviously, City have got a game in hand, which we can expect that they're probably going to win. So we're not, uh, let's just think, let's think smart here. We're one point top of the table, okay? We have them. We're, we're playing them on the 26th of April. If we draw against them and we win the rest of the games, we still win. If we lose, then that's another question. But we win against them on the 26th. It's ours. It's ours. 100%. 100%. And 235-100. Jorginho has taken pens for Italy. Agreed. But he's not going to be a starter, is he? He does take penalties. He's got that really fucking annoying stop-jump thing that he does. But yes, good penalty taker. Uh, you know, took them for Chelsea numerous times. Uh, was was the Chelsea penalty taker, wasn't he? But he's not going to start ahead of party. So it's a... Eh? Uh, boy, Tendio. I think we should bring in Balogun and let Jesus get some uh, of his minutes on, on the wings. Um, wait, what? I think we should bring in uh, bring Balogun and let Jesus get some minutes on the wings. You mean next season? I'm guessing you mean next season. Patrick Carlson, I noticed uh, Rice handball, a hand uh, on the ball. Yes, we all did. The whole world did, apart from the referees in the VAR system. Loki, 73 thumbs up, please. Thank you very, very, very much. If you are on Twitch... Make sure you give us a follow. Welcome. Welcome to the stream. We're a Burkamp Wonderland and Arsenal podcast, and we're discussing the two-all draw with West Ham because, you know, we just want to get together and have a real good moan about it, to be perfectly honest with you. If you have a Twitch Prime as well, it's free to use, and it supports us here and supports Danny and, and, and his fantastic platform that he's got right here. Um, as well as if you are watching on Twitter, hit us up with a follow. Um, and if you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe to us and make sure you chuck a thumbs up on the video. It's really, really appreciated. It's in times of these moments right here where we're not playing very well is when we need to rally and galvanize much more than when we win. 
So let's uh, let's do let's do it on all fronts, shall we? Boy, Tendio Saka really uh, is running like a diesel engine. We've got to let him rev up now. Yeah, it's fucking weird, right? It's really weird. I I'm I'm a lot of people will go deep. Shut up, man. You're crazy. I really think the rest broke his stride. I really, really do. Boy, Tendio, win or lose this title, I'm proud of the lads and the manager, and has duly impressed me and shut me uh, shut me the uh, yeah well up. Uh, worst comes to the worst, we go against uh, go again next season. One million percent agree with you. We've had a it's been a fantastic. When was the last time you enjoyed a football season? This is the first time in fucking years. I've loved it. It's just keeping enjoying it. Okay, let's enjoy this experience. We go again in the summer. We sign big Champions League football. We're going to compete for the title one million percent. If we don't win the title this season, we win the title next. That's guaranteed. Formerly Noza, we still have to go to Newcastle. That worries me. I'm not as worried. Um, we're going to see uh, another team that's going to sit, but we've got Gabriel Jesus now that can kind of intertwine. So uh, we didn't have that last time, did we? So I'm not as worried. I'm not as worried. Uh, Richard Morris, agree with the Noza comment. Well, there we have it. There we have it. Managed to Managed to do this in under an hour, and I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm sure you can all agree, talking about this to any length of degree and any more of a degree is something that we're not really interested in. That's for sure. But it's a game that the conclusion we, we shouldn't have drawn. It's another game that we've thrown away a 2-0 lead. So we drew 2 all with, uh, with Liverpool. We've drawn 2 all here uh, uh, against West Ham, both away games. And it kind of puts a lot into perspective about the chance of maybe winning the title of the season. But it's not over. 26th of April looms even closer every single day. and. We can hope and pray that we'll get the result and uh, we'll see what happens, I guess. Um, but the biggest question that's going to be asked is, well, there's three big questions. Is Saliba coming back? And when is Saliba coming back? Zinchenko, is he coming back? And when's he coming back? And is Saka going to start against Southampton and possibly destroy the remaining parts of his confidence and start Trossard, who is a fantastic football player? But once again, you destroy Saka. Yes. There we go. <laughs> Um, and two, three, five, one hundred. To be fair to Saka, he's uh, he's been kicked the shit out of by most teams. Agreed. We talk about it all the time. The fact that the referees don't give him much protection, but the style of football that he plays is very much like that. And it is what it is. It's just uh, thank God he hasn't got the Jack Wilshere ankles. Formerly knows a carpenter out. One million percent agree. Daniel Gordon. Thank you, lads. You've calmed me down. I was about to punch holes through walls. We move. Proud of my team. Come on, you gunners. We move and we move with purpose. We move and we move with purpose. Patrick Carlson. Martinelli rents some uh, rents something early in the game. Rent? Something early in the game should have been subbed off. Went? I don't know. Help me with the word. Uh, should have uh, been subbed for Trossard earlier. I think Saka should have come off. And three, four, five, uh, three, four, Two, three, five, one hundred. Thanks, Steve. Great show. Thank you so much for the love. It is appreciated. It is an honor to uh, do the post uh, games uh, with all of you guys. Um, yes, Richard Morris, like the buttons, boys and girls, smack it. Like it. Formerly Noza. Cheers, Deke, for doing this. It's a pleasure. Um, you know, I would have loved to have done a podcast, post podcast, post game podcast with you guys discussing a win. Um, but uh, you know you kind of just have to roll with the punches as they say. It's not about how hard you you get hit. It's about how hard you can keep getting hit and keep moving forward. Um, Loki. No, wait. It's, not, it's, it's about how hard you 
And it's not about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. There we go. I ruined it. Loki 73 could be worse, Gooners. Up the Gunners. Exactly. Exactly. It could be worse. Richard Morris. Great show, Deeks. Thanks very much for the love. It is super appreciated. Patrick Colson. Is there a God? And is he a Spurs fan? No, because Spurs are playing really bad right now. He he wouldn't be allowing that. That's for sure. I don't know. Maybe he's a Man City fan. No, he's just a fan of refereeing. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, we've we've managed to do it. Thank you so much for for jumping into the stream, uh, in listening to this post pod as well. If you're watching this on YouTube post, I know that you needed a moment to get you to kind of let it go and then reassess it at another point. I get it. Keep moving strong for anyone who's post-watching this. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, Deke at Deke Just, Deke and Justified, I wouldn't recommend it. Don't do it. You will regret it, but it is there if you're interested, but don't do it. Just just don't do it. Uh, and then Boy Tendio, um, God got a, uh, God's got a wicked sense of humor if he's a Spurs fan. Well, I think the, 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 the best sense of humor is our ice cream van. I think the, I think I think the best worst uh, sense of humor is uh, are generally the worst ones. But there we go. Um, let's uh, let's just do the standard outro uh, with with Steve and Dave. Um, thanks for popping by, guys. Super appreciate. Deacon out. Deacon out. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. He nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> So I've just eaten a full quiche. Well, you don't often see them at him. So when you see them in the supermarket, they need to be swagged, microwaved immediately and get the brown sauce on them and bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt.